history tells the tale of one of the greatest uh, discussions, most heated debates, and arguably um, with the most livelihood of implications in the world. I don't know what that means. Here's my thing. What is the most important meal of the day? Uh, and I think what makes this, this question so absolutely fantastic, um, a few things. First, a lot of people stand differently on this. Because I think you have two dominant forces, one and then one underdog. And, and obviously the dominant force at breakfast and dinner launches that underdog. Um, and I think lunch is the underdog because there's no real set time. And there really is no real set time for lunch and dinner, but I feel like they're most definitely identified. Uh, breakfast is the morning when you get up because you're breaking fast. <laughs> I feel smart. Um, and then dinner is going to be at night, right? Uh, but that lunch, I feel like you know some people might rip that at 11. I know others who rip that 132. Um, and I feel like with breakfast, it's like, all right, before work or before school, I'm going to get that right there. And then I think dinner is kind of like the after-end day work. That's the goal. Um, and I, I wanted to break this down for many reasons um, because I think it's about time someone put a voice to this. Um, I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure I'm not going to be the last, but we're going to give it a go. Um, and I really think I want to open this up to – I'm going to do my best to kind of hit the pros and cons of each. But first, I'm going to start out with my personal favorite. Um, my personal favorite meal of the day is dinner. I, there, I don't want to get – there's no, no reason to build that up because I'm just going to be quite frank. Um, it's dinner, uh, and it's been dinner for a while. With dinner, you get a few things. And let me paint a picture for you. Um, you're in Toulouse. That's a, that's a part of France. Not Paris. Not Marseille. Not even Lyon. I don't know if I'm pronouncing these correct. You're in Toulouse. You're with an old cousin you haven't seen in a while. Uh, it's about 9.30 p.m. And you, you're in Europe, and you, you never usually eat dinner a lot earlier there in America, but you're not questioning anything. You're going with the flow. Uh, next thing you know, you, you duck around an old corner, an old alleyway. You open a door, a small door, foggy windows. It's warm. It's about 55 degrees outside, but inside, uh, well, there's a fire blazing, and you're not at a wood fire pizza joint. You get the gist. You walk downstairs. You're greeted by a man. He's a little bit sassy. You don't question it, but your cousin's doing the talking in French. You don't speak French. You don't speak a lick of French. This tongue is foreign to you. You walk downstairs. Wax-coated candles cover the wall. There's been a moisture on the wall. Uh, and your waiter, he's been stressed. He's been working. Uh, there's some sweat. There's some sweat. There's some dew on the grass that is his hair. It's sparse. You take a seat down. Uh, you're with your, your mom, dad, your cousin, who you hadn't seen in a while. Deep breath in, deep breath out. Right? You don't know anything on the menu. It looks questionably overpriced. But again, you just go with the flow. Water poured all around. You have to ask for it. Um, you look to your cousin, and you do your best to communicate to one you had not seen in about 10 years what should I get? She says, let me handle that for you. Um, so a quick dialogue exchange later. Orders are set. Bottle of wine's at the table. Just for purpose of the story, you're not of age to drink it. So, the, you know, the parents and uh, your cousin are drinking it. Uh, conversation flowing. You're not really engaged. You're just there in the moment. You literally have no idea where you are. You're a little bit confused. It's about 10, 15 at this point. You're looking around, peeking around your shoulder. You're the youngest one there. Um, 
conversation kind of drumbling. Is that a, I don't know if that's a word. Kind of drumming on your eardrum, vibrating, just taking out that eardrum, letting you know it's there. People around you, they're talking. Uh, waitresses, waiters, uh, in and out, in and out of the kitchen. Uh, you're shouting in the distance, but it's not like annoying shouting. It's kind of like barking, chirping, but toned out. Food gets there. You got a stew. You thought stew was per for peasants. I mean, history might tell a different tale. But no, you got lamb. There's a lamb shank sticking out of the stew. You don't know what you got. Uh, you don't know how to eat it. Uh, you look at your mom. She got risotto. Your father. You're, well, you're not sure. And your cousin. She got soup. And you're questioning why she got soup because it's June. But you, you, know, you know well that I mean, she knows better. She knows what's up. Uh, it's a good stew. You, you didn't love it. But you didn't hate it, and it was it was a little bit above average. And you're full. You always leave full. Um, next thing you know, you go to use the restroom, and you come back, and um, there's a fruit medley, and um, what looks like vanilla ice cream turns out it's toffee is on the table. Uh, you all share it. You all eat it. Great. Um, you start talking. Next thing you know, it's 11:45. You get up. You leave. Uh, you go back to your hotel. You say bye to your cousin. You're laying in bed. You're on your cot. Wool blankets. Looking up the ceiling, air conditioning is going. You have no idea what just happened, but you are so glad it did. That's dinner. That's my thought on dinner. Um, dinner's great. Here's why. I just told you why. But you can also have breakfast. And honestly, if you're in a if you're in a hustle, you're in a budget. A sandwich works well. It's the most versatile. You don't do look. And when I say lunch, I don't mean brunch. And there's no such breakfast is not allowed at lunch. It is literally not allowed at lunch. And that's why that underdog lunch. I'm gonna boot it out there right now. Um, dinner. You can do breakfast for dinner. It's a thing. Have you heard of Denny's? I hope you have. Um, it's versatile. It's nighttime. It's chic. It's mysterious. It's dark. It's dark. It's appropriate for it to be dark. Uh, breakfast, and, and I feel like there's also a more versatile um, amount of beverages that you can have on a regular basis. For example, I don't know if you'd be having like a mimosa on a Tuesday before work, but you might as well be having a beer at dinner on a Tuesday night. You know what I'm saying? You could have water. Um, I wouldn't have this, but you could have milk if you really wanted to. You could have soy milk, almond milk. You could have the whole shebang. You also couldn't have anything if you don't want. That's fine. All right? Dinner is the heavy hitter. Um, I'd like to think in this specific, um, I'm just going to keep this. Dinner is uh, uh, the Evander Holyfield to breakfast is Mike Tyson. Evander's going to have your number the whole time. And this is my eyes. And we'll put Roberta Duran there in that lunchtime, right? A tough guy, little undersized. Let's not count him out. He's a legend. But he's going to say no moss. And I hope someone got that reference. No moss, no moss in this debate. He's out of there. Um, and in the state, and, and just for that reference, we're calling this debate, uh, it's Sugar Ray's debate. I really hope some people picked up on that. We're going to get back to the story. Here's the thing. Breakfast, I'll, I will admit, there's one breakfast that I think dominates every meal. And I, and I might have touched on this in another talk or on the radio show. But look, uh, in everything bagel, toasted butter, black coffee. Lock that puppy up. Put it in the safe. That's a winner right there. I personally, the thing with, here's my thing with breakfast. Um, I, I see where people like go nuts over it. I see why people get breakfast. They meet with others to get breakfast. I completely understand. Look, pancakes, buttermilk. Um, to be honest, I don't even know if I like buttermilk, but I love the idea of it. Like a buttermilk pancake. Are, where, are we at the Kansas State Fair? Like, I don't know. Um, 
I love that idea. It's kind of like, um, it's, I mean, to be honest with you, it's a little heavy is my thing. I think breakfast can be a little heavy. And if I'm operating at maximum efficiency, I need a light breakfast with some caffeine kick. And when I load up hash browns, um, syrup, pancakes, bacon, uh, even if I have a quiche, I'm going to be honest with you, um, that coffee is a little more inefficient to get in that system. Um, I also think even if I don't have coffee, I'm going to take a nap and I'm just not a nap guy. I'll be put to sleep. Um, look, I love Belgian waffles, but I'm going to slide that puppy into the dessert category preferably. Like if someone could, if, if honestly, I'm being real real quick. If someone could shrink the size of pancakes about 500%, make it a little more decadent, that's dessert and I immediately am okay with that. Because as far as I'm concerned, the only things that breakfast should be allowing, uh, bagels, fruit cups, screw it, oatmeal, yep, maybe some Cheerios too. Maybe. Just maybe. Breakfast is elite, and it's loved by many. Uh, disregarded by some and despised by few, but there's one thing I want to make clear. It is important. I definitely back that up. Is it the most important? Well, I mean, if you're looking at, like, for health, maybe. But is it the most important? Did I not change the way I said important at all, but do I hope people understand what I'm saying? Pound for pound, dinner is the best meal. It is also the most important. Eating around the dinner table by yourself with loved ones, with friends, with family. It almost as if like when you sit down at your rectangular table, but you for some reason say, let's, let's talk around the dinner table. No, you're, you're talking across the dinner table. Um, much like when you sweat under, there, there's a bit of magic that goes on there. The dialogue, the understanding. That's something you don't see at the breakfast table. You don't get that same level of connection. Look, everyone comes back from the dinner table. Chances are, in most situations, it's been a long day. They want to decompress. Maybe it's a bad day. Maybe it's a good day. But the dinner table serves as the neosporin and the band-aid to the otherwise cut-open wound that may have been served. The dinner table serves to the, hey, champ, good game today. Let's take you out for ice cream. Let's celebrate. That's what the dinner table serves as. It's not as much a meal as it, as, it is, as it is a place of connection. I'm not saying breakfast doesn't serve that, but I am saying, chances are when you're having breakfast, you're not coming back from work. <sighs> Stacy didn't dump you at breakfast, unless, unless they did in the morning, but you didn't see him at school, so that might be another issue. Uh, you didn't get cut from the basketball team. You didn't lose your job. You didn't get cut off on your way home from work. You weren't sitting in four hours of rush hour traffic. But at dinner you were. Dinner assumes all those responsibilities. Dinner takes the deep breath. Dinner goes the extra mile. Dinner is the most important meal of all time.